David Kushner and James Emmett with you to talk through the top 10 in our 50 most marketable athletes list 2014. And when I say are, I mean sports pros. Uh, The list this year produced in association with Eurosport. And at number 10 in our rankings this year, James, is American tennis player Sloane Stephens, who was in uh, in or around our top 10 uh, last year. I think she was ninth last year, wasn't she? And she's back there. Yes, uh, well, she's, she's in at 10. As you say, she's fallen one from last year. Um, and I think uh, the, the, her fall, uh, albeit just by one place, is probably as a result of her failing to have kicked on, really, uh, over the past 12 months from a sporting perspective. She sort of broke onto the scene as a, a, a young player. Um, she, she beat Serena Williams and Maria Sharapova in, in sort of... Um, almost changing of the guard circumstances. She, she, she will be the next big thing in women's tennis, that's for sure. Um, she is, of course, only 21 years of age at the moment. And importantly, she's from the US, which is a huge market, which uh, underrepresented in um, global tennis icons in recent years. Um, she's got a number of uh, key endorsers, uh, key brands who she is an endorser for um, already, notably Under Armour, and Under Armour take a very um, particular approach um, to the way that they do athlete marketing, and um, unlike the sort of bigger players like Nike and Adidas, Under Armour tend to put all their eggs in a particular basket in a particular sport, so Sloane Stevens will find that as a result of her being pushed um, by, well, she'll be pushed further by Under Armour, basically. If we move down to uh, number nine on the list, this list was put together before uh, controversy blew up around uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, as it has done in recent weeks. But that doesn't really affect the uh, the marketability of our, uh, our top-ranking NBA star in this year's list. And uh, it's a man who was also in our top ten uh, last year, uh, Blake Griffin, who... Mm is well-established on court now as one of the stars of the NBA, but also uh, has uh, has a way about him, particularly when he endorses uh, certain products. Uh, that's right, David. Um, and I think you were... I think it's fair to say that you didn't know a great deal about um, Blake Griffin last year um, when he appeared quite high up on this list. Um, and uh, you were tasked with uh, researching his latest... Uh, commercial work. Uh, I think it's fair to say you were impressed. Very impressed. <laughs> Indeed. Well, he's got he's got what the French would would call uh, the, the je ne sais quoi factor, hasn't he? He's a or the X factor. Yeah, or uh, le le factor X. Um, he he's he's very charismatic, a very charismatic man, um, and a man who crucially knows how to perform in front of the cameras, both in his everyday professional. Um, aspect as a man who can uh, dunk it quite well. Uh, also a man, you know, who performs a kind of deadpan style in uh, a number of, uh, of adverts. 
the third of uh, four Americans to make the top 10 and the highest ranking woman on this year's list is uh, 18-year-old swimmer Missy Franklin, who uh, many people will be aware of uh, from her uh, exploits at the London Olympic Games, uh, where she won four gold medals. And uh, this is very much with one eye on uh, Rio 2016. But it's an intriguing story, the Missy Franklin story, because Mm. She's also turning professional, which for the first time will um, open her up to uh, potential commercial endorsements. And uh, again, this is somebody with huge potential. Yep, she's an absolute phenom. Um, I think we all uh, we all can appreciate that. Um, uh, as you say, um, it's a, a ranking that's been made probably with a bit more than one eye on uh, the Rio Games. She's a swimmer, and, and obviously swimming globally doesn't break through as much as um, the other the team sports, such as you know football and basketball and, and, and maybe uh, tennis and golf in, in terms of individual sports. Um, but it's important um, to factor in just how heavily uh, NBC bet on, on swimming in, in the States. And I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that Missy Franklin, with her pedigree and her, the likelihood of her... Um, doing very well again in Rio. She will go into Rio as the face of NBC's coverage, almost certainly, which means that she'll be trailed across TV in at least a year building up to the Games. As you mentioned, she's going professional um, very soon when she comes out of college, which means that she will be um, opened up to a world of commercial opportunities, which her college status um, has uh, prevented her from, from doing so up until now. Number one on this list for the past two years has been Brazilian uh, soccer player Neymar, and that was very much with the uh, World Cup in mind, but also his potential uh, big money move to Europe. Now, the World Cup, as uh, we have mentioned, uh, is uh, not a huge part of our thinking in terms of putting together this year's list, because, of course, we're looking towards the next three years of marketing potential. And Neymar, of course, last summer moved from Santos in Brazil to uh, FC Barcelona. But he still uh, retains his uh, top 10 position, even though he's dropped from number one to number seven. That's right. And we we sort of um, have considered Neymar, the case of Neymar, to be a a good um, explanatory one for for how we put this list together and what we intend it to be. Um, If you consider uh, Neymar to be a stock, a financial stock, if you bought Neymar, when we positioned him at number one back in 2012, when he was still a rising star at Santos, he was probably the best player at Santos, Um, a big money move to Europe uh, was very much on the cards. He was a YouTube sensation in Europe with a series of of dazzling goals. Yeah, well, he was a dazzler. He was an absolute dazzler, David, you're right. Um, And and obviously the, the World Cup, his home World Cup in Brazil... Um, featured in our thinking very much uh, front and centre at the time. So if you'd bought Neymar stock in 2012, our bet is that uh, three years after that, so it would turn out to be next year, uh, if you sold that stock, you would be selling um, a lot higher. And I think um, that is uh, a sort of analogy that, that works in Neymar's instance, at least. 
in June's print edition of Sports Pro magazine, where we look at the list in a bit more detail, and in particular some of the stories um, uh, of the athletes on the list, we have uh, for the first time put together a most marketed uh, list. And one of the names that appears on that list is uh, also in the top 10 of our most marketable list, if you follow. Uh, that's Usain Bolt, a man who uh, has uh, been an ever-present in the top 10 for all five years uh, we've put this uh, together. And uh, it seems to be the case that uh, Rio 2016 will represent his last hurrah as an athlete. And of course, everybody is looking to see whether he can do the double for a third successive Olympic Games in the 100 and 200 metres. And why does he, James, retain his place in the top 10? It's it's athletics and beyond, isn't it? Well, yes. I mean, value. he might fall down on our crucial value for money um, criterion here. Um, but frankly, what else and who else is there in athletics? At the moment, if you want an athlete to endorse an, an, an athlete who competes in athletics to endorse your brand there is no one else with the global breakthrough well, there is no other Usain Bolt in a sport like football obviously Neymar's near the top of our list um, Cristiano Ronaldo Messi all of these guys when they retire there will be others to replace them others who will be coming up the ranks who you know the focus is on Usain Bolt uh, there won't be anyone to replace him for some time. So it's no exaggeration to say that despite the likely end of his athletic career um, post-Rio, he will still be Mr. Athletics for, for many years after that. Um, and that's the reason that he has maintained his, his high ranking this year. It's worth saying he is only still 27, but it does seem to be the case that Rio is being pegged as his uh, his swan song, certainly at the very, very top level. Uh, let's move into this year's top five and to the highest new entry on the list. Uh, Grigor Dimitrov has uh, won two titles already this year on the ATP Tour, and the 23-year-old Bulgarian uh, is considered perhaps the man most likely to break into the uh, the big four of or break the big four monopoly at the top of world tennis um he seems to have the whole package he does have the whole package you know young good looking articulate multilingual uh, glamorous girlfriend of course he is um dating maria Sharapova. courting stepping out with her He's courting like, mm, ace joke dave um, no, he, he, he's in a long-term relationship with Maria Sharapova um, and he is as silky smooth as Roger Federer. Of course, he's, he's been, his nickname, I think, is, is Baby Fed. He, um, his style is quite similar to um, the great Swiss. Um, and also he has a couple of uh, endorsement deals um, that um, mirror uh, the elder man's as well. Uh, one with Wilson. Um, and one with uh, Nike, and he has signed to uh, Roger Federer's new boutique agency, or the, the, the agency run by Federer's um, agent, Tony Godzik. Um, the one thing that you could level against us, I suppose, in terms of um, Dimitrov's fit in the top ten and in this list is um, on, the, on this idea that the home market is, is, is very important. Obviously, Dimitrov is, is Bulgarian, but I think what you get from tennis... And I know you'd agree with me here, David. Well, I'm nodding. Yes, you're nodding. Um, I think what you get with tennis is a sort of a propensity for these guys and girls to, to be 
almost global figures almost immediately. They're, obviously, they have their home markets that they come from, but tennis is very much an international game, um, and, and these guys are international figures. Cristiano Ronaldo is in fourth on our 50 most marketable athletes 2014 list. And, well, what hasn't been said about the commercial juggernaut that is uh, the Portuguese playmaker, if I can call him that? Uh, or can I? I'm not sure. I don't know. Football tactics, not perhaps my strong point. Uh, the uh, Real Madrid star, he's got 25 million followers on Twitter. He's got the supermodel girlfriend and he's got the commercial eye. Yeah, that's right. He's, um, he's one of these guys, well, I suppose he's the only guy uh, so far playing in world soccer who has uh, that Beckham-esque quality. He is following in the footsteps of uh, the great DB7 himself, I suppose. Um, or DB23, whatever he, uh, whatever Beckham sort of branded himself as. It, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, is interested in representing himself as a figure beyond football. That's what marks him out uh, in this list, at least, as um, above Lionel Messi, of course, his great rival. Any conversation about Ronaldo is not complete uh, without mention of Messi and vice versa. Two great talents competing in the, in the same age. And the thing about Ronaldo, obviously, is, is his willingness to be marketed, I suppose, is much greater than that of Messi and his crossover appeal. And any list like this has to give a weighting to the sport that the athlete plays. And clearly, uh, soccer, football is uh, about as universal as it gets when it comes to sports. So uh, it's right that the, uh, the top commercial man should be so high up on uh, this year's list. He's up from uh, position eight. Uh, last year to fourth it is worth mentioning the the sort of the reasoning behind his rise clearly an endorsement with Cristiano Ronaldo is is going to be very costly indeed um, as uh, the likes of Herbalife Emirates and uh, Banco Espirito Santo could I'm sure um, attest to he's got many other um, endorsers in his brand portfolio but the um, the thinking behind his sort of creep up the rankings um, is that there seems to be this new public image that that Cristiano Ronaldo is is giving off there's he's he's long been a sort of marmite figure I suppose you either love him or you hate him Um, but there's something about his arrogance I suppose that is softening Publicly, the, the the narrative around him seems to have changed from this this arrogant, uh, preening peacock of a man, um, sometimes doing doing things a little bit deviously on the pitch, and that and that softened and mellowed, and and he seems to have added another dimension to his own personality. Let's move into the top three to RG three Robert Griffin the third. Uh, from the NFL, from the Washington Redskins. He's their quarterback and it's been uh, a a real uh, up and down uh, ride since he uh, came into the NFL as the uh, Heisman Trophy winner and the number two NFL draft pick in 2012. Um, A a breakout, a starring first season. Uh, At the end of it, uh, a serious injury uh, which really affected season two. But as he builds into uh, his third season in the league um, we're expecting uh, big, big things he's already uh, you know by, by a distance I think uh, the, the NFL's uh, new commercial superstar and uh, we're anticipating a, a sort of steep upward trajectory that's right yeah uh, the, the, the 
the thing we've got this year that we didn't have last year or the year before um, is this idea of the comeback story, which is such a uh, romantic notion, a, a traditionally romantic notion in US sports, I think, more than, uh, more than anywhere else. Um, he's obviously playing in a huge market which has been uh, starved of uh, football success, at least recently, well, for, for many years. Um, and, and he's also someone, I think, um, that, that it's not, not hard to recognise that he has a, a keen sense of his own commercial appeal. He scores highly, I suppose, on our criteria, on, on willingness to be marketed. And, uh, and, and that's shown, I think, by his, uh, his trademark activity, David. His trademark activity is, uh, is particularly interesting because uh, he uh, has, uh, he's got this RG3 moniker, which um, he has, uh, as you say, applied for all sorts of uh, rights for. That's and right. it's his brand. And he has, as you say, a keen sense of his own brand and his own commercial influence. But also, I think, I mean, you'll know more about this than me. He knows who to, who to have public interactions with um, in terms of growing his appeal across wider America. I think there was an instance in the last 12 months where he propelled himself perhaps to, um, to a different and, and uh, equally uh, fervent audience. Well, James, I think you're referring to him befriending uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., the, uh, uh, a commercial juggernaut himself uh, for many years in NASCAR, NASCAR's most popular driver for well over a decade. And uh, they've been uh, buddying up on uh, uh, social media and uh, RG3 was driving a, a pace car. And that's that crossover appeal that we were uh, talking about a little bit earlier. It's, uh, it's a, willingness, a willingness to introduce yourself and be introduced to, to new fan bases. That's right. Uh, yes, indeed. And I think we can move on to uh, number two in the list, which is... It's Virat Kohli, the uh, Indian uh, cricket player. Now, he was number 13 on our list uh, last year. What do you, to what do you attribute his, his rise in, in 2014? Um, I suppose last year he was uh, a bit of a bet uh, from us. I mean, there is a coming generation. In it. There has to be a coming generation in Indian cricket, um, after the likes of Tendulkar, MS Dhoni, who's still in the team, of course, um, but he, he's he's a little bit older. That there needs to Indian cricket is supported uh, so fervently. Um, you know, a billion Indian cricket fans uh, is by far and away the most valuable sport in that country, um, and they love their stars as uh, as you know. You just have to look at Bollywood. The Indian cricket team is absolutely adored, and. We identified Kohli last year as the man who might take up the commercial uh, mantle of the likes of Tendulkar. Um, and, and this year, over the last 12 months, I think he's sort of cemented uh, that position. He is the go-to guy. And he's the go-to guy for, for such a broad range of companies as well. Nestle Chocolate, Clear Shampoo, Adidas have a huge contract with him. And I suppose with the IPL now firmly established... It's a case of, uh, of somebody like Kohli, even in India, being on more TV-friendly um, 
uh, more, you know, on TV more and, uh, you know, in more TV friendly slots, you know, short, sharp action. And uh, you can really see uh, that he's uh, he's taken it with his range of uh, range of endorsement deals. It's worth saying as well that if, if you if you uh, watch any of the work that he does, even though he's now a very for a 25 year old, he's a very experienced guy in front of uh, a very experienced advertiser he's he's appeared in so many campaigns like Blake Griffin uh we, we were talking about earlier he's got something about him a sort of a, a, he's almost he's deadpan he's he's got uh, he knows how to he knows how to work the camera David basically Let's move then to our most marketable athlete, the uh, athlete we have decided is number one on our top 50 list this year, and it is Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton. Mm, he's fast. And he is marketable. Uh, the Mercedes driver, of course, now 29 years old, already a world champion in Formula One, but that was back in 2008. And our thinking here, the crux of our thinking here, because of course there will be people who will be saying, he's an already well-established superstar. He's a global star. Yes, but there's a reason we've put him uh, at number one. And that reason is over the next three years, he really has to make good. I think there's a feeling that Lewis Hamilton has underperformed slightly in his Formula One career to date, despite the the huge success in terms of number of victories and that world championship. Uh, He hasn't quite made good on the the huge talent that everybody has generally agreed he has. And the next three years will be critical, I think, in determining whether he's able to do that. He's made a fantastic start to the 2014 season as we talk. He's won uh, uh, four races in a row, four races out of five so far this year, and is the uh, Formula One World Championship leader in a dominant Mercedes car. And it's worth saying as well that discussions raged in uh, amongst the Sports Pro team about who should be number one on this year's list. There was perhaps no absolute standout candidate but Hamilton was the one who scored highly against all the criteria that we uh, that we talked about earlier. Yeah, you're right. And, and actually, in our discussions in previous years, we have had um, unanimous uh, winners, I suppose, of, of these rankings. Um, Lewis Hamilton was not unanimous this year. I, I think it's fair to say. Um, but nevertheless, we all agree um, uh, he's he deserves his place at number one this year. Maybe partly due to the fact that um, if you consider this uh, three-year period that we look at after the World, there's no Football World Cup to look at. And if you look at that young, we're looking for potential, you look at that sort of, uh, those 20-year-old players uh, around the world, there isn't really, uh, uh, there's no new Neymar, for example. Um, You know, the Olympics are still a way away, as we were talking about. Usain Bolt still dominates um, athletics. Maybe this was uh, simply a sort of a marketing, a particular three-year marketing vacuum that uh, someone with the, the proven credentials of, of Hamilton and still with that um, breathing space, that potential to come, you know, it was up to him to fulfil it. And the other thing to say about Hamilton, of course, is, and we talked about the weighting we give particular sports uh, earlier, is that Formula One genuinely is a global sport. There's a, a large number of races now in Asia. Europe, of course, is always the, has always been the uh, heartland. There's a race in Brazil. And there's increasingly interest in Formula One 
a bit like with the Premier League in the United States. Uh, there's a race now that's well established and popular and successful in uh, Texas. Talk of another race either on the East Coast or the West Coast at some point in the future. And also NBC are now giving uh, their full uh, coverage and promotional backing uh, to Formula One in the United States. It's best TV deal in the States ever. Uh, and the ratings uh, uh, having a, a sharp uh, upswing. So in all areas, we just felt that uh, this was Hamilton's year. That's right, yeah. And that is the list. Uh, the full list with uh, full commercial profiles is elsewhere on uh, sportspromedia.com. There are uh, 22 sports and 22 nationalities represented on uh, this year's list. 27 new entries as well. The June print edition of Sports Pro magazine uh, has uh, a bit more of an in-depth look into some of the stories behind those that make up uh, this year's uh, top 50, which Sports Pro has put in uh, to place in association with Eurosport. So uh, thank you, James, for your efforts putting the list together and uh, do enjoy having a look around sportspromedia.com at this year's 50 Most Marketable Athletes. <laughs>